Hello, it's 4 p.m. right now, and I want to introduce myself to you guys. Well, my name is Jafanka. You guys can call me Jeff or Fanka. Anything is fine. You see, it's not exactly my real name, but I really love the name of Javanka. It's J-E-V-A-N-K-A. Javanka. It just sounds so sweet and soft. If we're going to talk about myself right now, I'm going to tell you about my hobbies. I'm just an average girl who likes reading, writing, listening to music, watching TVs, movies, of course, kid dramas. And I sometimes watch Chinese dramas too. Oh, and I don't differentiate between um, music genres. I mean, as long as I like it. Then I like the song. But anyway, I mostly listen to Indonesian songs, English songs, I mean Western songs, probably. That's what we should call it. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Anyway, I'm a K-pop fan. I'm a K-pop first, if that's what our Indonesian people call it, K-popers. And I also love to listen to Japanese and Chinese songs. As long as they fit my taste. My favorite singer is actually Taylor Swift. I've been her friend since I was little. Oh, I love her songs. You're not sorry. It's like one of my favorite songs ever. You know, you know that song. All this time I've been of you. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, I don't actually remember the lyrics, but it's something like. Giving our chances, but now all you do is let me down. I guess it's something like that. My favorite TV series is actually NCIS. I'm curious, does any of you watch that show too? Come on, Leroy Jitro Gibbs. The legend, of course. My favorite used to be Tony, and Tony, Tony, and then it changed to McGee. Oh my god, McGee and Delilah, they're so cute. And I, I don't really watch it recently because I've stopped, like, I've stopped subscribing to a Fox channel, and yeah, I really, I don't really know where to watch it. 
other than you know subscribing to the TV. Anyway, I really, really miss NCIS. I can't wait to see how Ali and oh my God, who is that guy again? Hmm, Nick. Yeah, I want to see how Nick and Ali develop. But how how will Ali and Nick develop their relationship? But seriously, I wish they wouldn't end like Tony and Ziva, because that's gonna that's gonna disappoint me so much, right? Actually, like I say, I'm just an average girl. There's nothing I can tell you about me. Well, actually, there are many things. For example, uh, I like to talk a lot. Like, I really, really talk a lot. And sometimes people just don't want to hear me talking. Which is totally fine. And I can understand them. I know that it can be tiring to hear someone talking. I've been there too. It's especially even more tiring when you have to listen to the other meanwhile they don't want to hear you. So that's why I always try to listen to the pers- to the other people, to people that I'm talking with, giving them the chances to voice out their thoughts and feelings because yeah, I know how it feels to not be listened. It's actually raining right now. Okay, it's just a random information. Like I said, I talk a lot, so I'm not sure. Maybe I'll be pouring my heart out right now. And please forgive me if I make any mistakes in my grammar or pronunciation because I'm not a native. Even though I've learned it since like I was four, I guess. It's still not my first language and I'm not really good in it. Mm. I'm just an average girl who is like a side character. You know like those Wattpad stories where uh, the your name or the female protagonist comes to school and it becomes... Uh, a famous person and they get the hottest boy in school and such and such well actually I'm not I'm just an average girl but I've had I have many friends who are exactly like my pet protagonist they are kind beautiful rich and they are just so perfect intelligent smart you name it I have those kinds of friends. <laughs> okay. Mm. Being surrounded with perfect people can get tiring because you'll start wondering am I enough? Have have I ever been enough? What I'm doing right now is it enough? Or am I not good enough? Or have I been making mistakes 
this whole time. Sometimes you'll try to comfort yourself by saying, well, no one is perfect, because that's true, no one is perfect. But as we see it from our side, we'll think that, oh my god, she's so perfect. Oh my god, he's so perfect. Oh my god, they're so perfect. And it's okay. Having through it too. Oh, dang it. Scratch it down. Actually, I experience it a lot too. When I see my friends, when they date with their boyfriends, or when they're doing those complicated math questions or getting A in their math tasks or getting like the first rank in the in our year or getting the first rank in our class I'll start to think why am I not good enough then I see my face on the mirror and I saw like those those acne marks those acne they never stop coming at me and and I'm just gonna start thinking, why can't I be just as pretty as they are? Sometimes I get insecure about my looks sometimes. I just feel like I'm the prettiest girl in the room. In the room, not in the whole world. Because obviously Emma Watson is prettier than me. Oh, actually, she's prettier than most people. That's just fact. She's just so beautiful, right? And Taylor Swift. And many girls are just pretty. They are prettier than me. Well, sometimes we get stuck in our point of view. Like people, when people talk to me, they'll say, Oh my god, Fanka, I want to be like you. You're so smart. You write a lot. You're so smart in answering things. You're so good in, analyze, in analyzing things. You, you've won so many competitions. But to be really honest, it feels like I'm not satisfied in my life. There's something I always want to chase. Like I want more than just these medals. I just I just want more than these things because I know that I'm not good enough. I know that I'm not good enough. And because I know that when people say you've won a lot of competitions I know they mean it, of course I know. But of course there's a but but this, this doesn't mean that people are wrong for complimenting me or that I'm such an insecure girl. No, but but when I turn around and look at my surroundings and with their high achievements, like seriously, I, I have a friend who wins like many, many competitions and there's this one girl in my, in my, there was this one girl in my class she won many, many math competitions. Well, not that lot, but quite many. Even though maybe less than my other friend by this. Let's just call uh, the first friend A. A is a math Olympiad since he was in elementary school. 
He can be pretty childish. And probably not so good in some subjects, but he's so smart in in numbers and such. He's currently studying outside my city though, in another island. And my second friend, let's call her B or Bianca and A for Adam. Bianca is like one of your wetback girls type. She's she's a member of the student council. She's smart. She won. She've she won many math Olympics and she's she always she almost always gets the first place in my class. In my junior high school actually. And she's usually like in the five yeah, she's usually in the top five of our year's rank. You know, like class rank, you're right. It's easy to get insecure with her, you know. And there's also my third friend. Let's call her Carla. Carla is a sweet girl. And again, you're the type of wetback girl. She's kind, she's smart. Oh, she smiles a lot too. And she's so smart and intelligent, like Mm, she always gets in the ra- in the class rank and sometimes in the year's rank too. Anyway, she's like your female protagonist in a webpad novel. And my friend, my fourth friend, Linda. Linda actually thinks that she's not that smart at all, but. Don't believe in her. She's like one of the most intelligent girl I've ever met. Come on, like I can't be like her. And also, I really like her face. She's so chubby and cute. Oh no, like I, I mean it seriously. She's so cute. Her cheeks are just like, baby. Her cheeks, they they are just like a baby's. And people love to pinch her cheeks a lot too, including me, of course. <laughs> mm. And she's so smart. Oh, I forgot to say it, but Bianca, Carla, and Linda are currently in the same class, in the elite class. Please, like people sometimes say like, Oh my god, Vanka, you're not in the elite class? And when I heard it, I was like, mm, No, but I'm actually grateful for that. So, here's the thing. When I feel like I fail, I cry too. I, I always, not that I always cry, but I sometimes cry when I fail. And that's just human. It's just a human thing. You cry when you fail or when you're sad. But what keeps me going is I always hold the phrase that God always has a better plan 
Like for example, when I didn't, when I didn't get into um a competition, it turns out that competition there's someone, there's just someone there that I just couldn't meet. Not because they're bad, but it's just like, oh, let's just keep that story. And for example, in the elite class, I'm actually grateful that I'm not in the elite class because it's it's hard to be there. Like I swear, when I saw when I see my friends' assignments and homeworks and their projects, I'm just like, I'm not sure if I can do it. So once again. God has better plans. It keeps me going. It keeps me uh, standing for my failure. But of course, I can. I can cry. I can wail. But I have to stand up anyway. We all have to do it, right? Standing up. Like, who has never got insecurities? Many people don't, of course. Many people haven't got it. Many, and I hope that they will never get it either. I mean, many of us feel insecure when we compare ourselves with other people. Sometimes comparison is a good thing. To you know, kind of wipe, to kind of whip our back to make progress. It's, does that sound a little bit cr- too cruel? But yeah, something like that. But when you get too dragged down by the comparison and you start to let it fill with your head and mess with your head, it will mess you instead. So when you down your comparison with others and instead of making you standing up and running for your progress it makes you fall down harder I think you should close your eyes and focus on the things that you love about yourself for example maybe My friend said that she couldn't get enough sleep because she got because she couldn't sleep at night and she always sleeps like after 1 a.m. And I feel I feel like I feel grateful that I can sleep before 12 even though actually I sleep at 4 too. Haha. <laughs> but That's it, just love the little things that you can do, your progress. When I sleep at 4am, I, f- I always think I need to sleep at 3am tonight. And it's hard. It's hard to achieve something like that. You know, like when you're already too... When you're already too used 
with staying up late and then you suddenly have to sleep before 12 or before 10 that's that's just hard so a progress is a progress oh my god am i babbling right now like i said before i'm not i'm i'm a talker i always talk a lot I'm the youngest child, so oh, you you guys know how the youngest child is, right? I can be very spoiled, you know. Like, actually, I'm pretty spoiled. <laughs> um, like I still love clinging to my parents and such and such. Uh. I'm the third child. I'm the youngest of three children. Sometimes it gets lonely, you know, because I have like a pretty big gap with my with my older siblings. Ah, uh, oh, and also, I have like a dory, a dory like. A goldfish-like memory. I forget a lot of things easily. That's such a torture. Like I, like I put my phone on the couch and then I just, I put my phone on the couch for like fifteen minutes and I go to, then I go to take a to take a glass of water, and then suddenly I forget where did I put my phone earlier. And then I, I'll have to borrow someone's phone to call my phone. Yeah, just those kind of things. I can be pretty dense too. Like, I don't know. I consider myself pretty sensitive, but also insensitive. Weird. I know, it's weird. It's pretty weird. So yeah, I'm just an average girl. Sometimes when I when I stand on my feet um, in front of the of my class door and looking at people walking on the basketball court or walking in the class corridors, talking with their friends, I feel like a side character, and I still don't think. Of this, like, hmm, is this? It does this. Is this really how it feels? Does it? Does a side character feel like this? It makes you wonder, right? When I read those novels and I, I read about the about the amazing ladies and I'll start to wonder oh well what about her classmates what about his what about his classmates his cousins what do they feel about it how do they see the story I read this quote on it's I can't exactly remember the quote 
Mm, anyway, it's from a Chinese novel. It's some. It's. It's a novel where. The female lead of the novel is actually was actually a villainess. You know, Chinese novels they have many kinds of like that. Korean novels too, and Japanese. But anyway, uh, anyway, she married the male lead, like the original book's male lead. Does that sound complicated? But if you read Chinese novels like me, then you'll pretty much understand it. Or like Korean novels or Japanese novels. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just just she was originally a side character, and she also married a side character. What I really remember was that she said something like, mm, something like that. Everyone is a protagonist in their own story. So. Oh, found it. Perhaps in other people's stories, you are just a supporting role. You are not worth mentioning, but in your own story, you are the protagonist, and everything in the world is inseparable from you. And your choice determines whether you are a supporting role or a protagonist. It doesn't matter if you choose the wrong one. No matter when you change it, there's no, no time. The person who loves you is always waiting for you, waiting to meet you in life. Your life is in in your hands. Kind of machine translated, so it's not really good. Anyway, it hits hard, and I keep it. I keep it on my Google Keep because, like I say, sometimes I feel like a side character inside this world. Like I have, like I don't have my own story. Like I always get heartbreaks. I never get my own romance. Like I don't do things good enough. I don't do good things. I don't like. I don't do amazing things, and I'm not good enough in many things. And like she said, maybe you're just a side character in. Someone else's world, but you are—you can be your own story's protagonist, and I kind of—I kind of keep it deep. Because that's just true. Sometimes our insecurity prevents us from seeing the bigger picture. That we are actually worthy. That we are worthy of love. That we are worthy of praises. That we are good. We're good enough. I may not be as good as Carla, as Bianca, as Linda, or as Adam, but maybe I'm good enough. Maybe I'm good enough as my own protagonist. I may not be. 
I may never even appear in someone else's life, but I exist in my own story. And so do you. You also exist in your own story. You may never appear in someone else's life. You may appear as a villain or a villainess or some such. You may appear as a side character or supporting role, but in your own life, you are the protagonist and the world is inseparable from you. And the world inside it revolves around you. It revolves around you and your choices determine it. You determine the choices on your own. And it doesn't matter if you choose like the wrong choice. Even though time can't be turned. Yeah, you can't turn back time. Like how I can't turn back this recording to the earliest seconds like in the fifth second or something I can't turn back my time to that hour or to that time because that's just impossible I may be a side character in someone else's story I may be a villainess in someone else's story or I may I may never even appear at all but right here I'm holding my phone and a notebook next to me with a pen and I'm talking and I'm already a protagonist in my own story as what I'm doing right now revolves around me as what I'm doing right now is inseparable from my choices my choices determine like how I choose determines my next step and move it feels weird sometimes to grow up to, to be older I don't want to be older actually I just want to stay as a kid because after I realize it after I really realize it I was I I'm like, I don't want to be a grown-up. It's scary. It's scary to see how your life choices will determine your next step and how it will affect your entire life. And this isn't like a game where you can restart it. This isn't a, like a game where you can reset it by deleting the apps and then by deleting the app and then you download it again and then start logging in again and are registering as a new member then restart your story real life doesn't work like that real life just doesn't work like that so So it's okay to be a side character in someone else's story. 
because you are already a protagonist in your own story. It's normal to feel insecure sometimes, but don't let it drag you down. Yes, it can drag you down sometimes, and it's hard to avoid it. I know, I know. It's hard to avoid it. Like, I've been saying, like, I'm good. I'm amazing. In my own type of amazing, I am good enough. But when I see my friends with high achievements, people with high achievements, or people around me who are so amazing, I feel like I'm not good enough. I get sad for a night or two. I'll start to wonder why I can't be like them. Why can't I make class choices like like they like they like how they choose theirs like like maybe I really want to go there too or I really want to be there too or I really want to use that thing too I'll start to compare like I start to compare myself with people then I'll then I'll keep finding my flaws, my little flaws from those little cracks. And I'll start to wonder Why are you not good enough, Fanka? You're not good enough. Look at you, you're so pathetic. So that's why I hold that kind of quote, those kind of quotes where they say like you're not you may not be amazing in someone else's eyes or you may not be amazing in your eyes but you are amazing in your uh, but you are amazing on your own you're amazing i feel like i'm amazing but actually i don't but <laughs> there are times where i feel proud of myself and my friends and my family Basically, I just feel proud. Ah, look at the time. Maybe I should add this soon, huh? You know, people always say that it's hard to acknowledge your flaws. But sometimes we criticize our flaws too much. That it makes us unable to stand down as we keep falling down while criticizing our flaws. And I think it's okay to criticize our flaws. Yes, sure, we need it too, but... But don't think that you're not worth it because of it. You are worthy. You are amazing. You deserve love. You deserve praises. You deserve the appreciations you are given. And if you feel like there's no one to praise you or anything like that, then I'll tell you. You are amazing. You are kind. You are so amazing. 
You are so amazing in your own. You are so amazing in your story. You are so amazing on your own. You are so kind. You are so intelligent. You are so, so dreamy. So it's okay. Just remember that you are your life protagonist. I'll end this one here. Thank you for listening.